Welcome to another episode of Becoming Unfuckwithable with your host, Mindy Harley. Warning, listening to this podcast might cause you to shatter your limited beliefs, recognize your potential and motivate you to be the best you can be. Other side effects may include, but not limited, to grabbing life by the balls, taking no crap from anyone, becoming an unstoppable force at various aha moments to get you thinking outside the box. Hey, what up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Becoming Unfuckwithable. I am your host, Mindy Harley. And this is episode number 13, so welcome y'all. Thank you for joining in. And today's topic is going to be about avoiding the comparison rabbit hole on social media. Now, myself, I'm on social media more than the average person because of my job. I've got to be on there all the time, so you can imagine how much more this could possibly affect me if I let it. Now, it's not to say that I'm completely immune. I do have my moments, but I've also managed to be able to steer it in when I notice it's about to get slipping away and about to fall down that hole and I know how to reel myself back in and pull myself back up to the surface. You know, and especially because I know a lot of you guys that are listening, you're probably in the fitness industry or maybe you're all working on your hustle and stuff, you know, and it gets to the point that you're looking at everyone's photos, everyone's posts and stuff. And it just seems like, shit, man, like, why isn't that me? Why am not, why am I not at that level? Why am I not in Bali right now? Why am I not driving a Lambo? Why am I not having a five-star meal in New York. Why? <laughs> you know, and you're seeing all these posts and it's just like you start getting down on yourself and you start comparing yourself or if you're, you know, in the fitness industry and you're competing, you know, and you're scoping out the competition, why don't I look like that? Why don't my glutes look like that? You know, why can't I have what they have? Like that dude's got a better chest than me. That dude's got a better business than me. You know what? Like, why? What am I doing wrong? You know, but the thing that I always remember is that honestly, 100%, you can't control what they post or what you're possibly going to see in your timeline but you can control how you react to it. You got to remember, none of their life affects yours. You just got to keep the blinders on and stay focused on yourself. And I know it's hard because you see this person's body, this person's hair, this person's face, this person's vacation, this person's business and their clients And you're thinking, what the shit? Why can't I have that? Where did I go wrong? If only I would have done this. If only I would have done that. And before you know it, you're back to seven years ago when you should have took that job offer. And now for whatever reason, it's 2017 and you're sitting on the couch kicking your ass 
because someone's photo got you in a mood. And that's bullshit because there's only two places where you can't get shit done. In the past and in the future. So that just leaves you with the present. And you got to remember, yes, social media is a damn highlight reel. Yes, you will come across the posts that are real and they share with you, you know, Instagram and post, real life and social media. Here's a real post, you know, da 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 And that's great. These little reminders come along. But for the most part, 99% of the content out there is going to be in your face. Look at how awesome my life is. And for when those reminders come, they're just as quickly forgotten. That, yeah, it's a highlight reel. And if you're looking at other accounts and you're looking at their followers and you're looking at their photos, there are programs and apps for that. Don't even get caught in the vanity metrics and just the plain old vanity. You know, you've, I'm sure you must have been sitting with friends at one point you know, this happens a lot. Um, this happens with my girlfriends. You know, I've got naturally uh, fine hair. I don't have a lot of it. It doesn't like to grow. These are extensions. And I've got friends with beautiful, thick ass, thicker than a snicker hair, you know, halfway down their backs. And we sit there telling each other we want the other person's hair. Because... My friend with the thick hair says it's a pain in the ass and it takes forever to dry and they want my hair because it's so manageable and so much faster to dry. So we're sitting there telling the other person that we want what they have back and forth. So imagine this is going on on social media with thousands, millions of people around the world constantly looking at photos and while one person's looking at a photo wishing that they had what that person has, that owner of that photo is looking at another photo wishing that they had what they have. It's a vicious fucking cycle. But we got to stay focused on what you have, what you've worked for, what you're working towards. Everyone is in their own unique journey filled with unique circumstances that's meant to take us down the path for our growth that we need, you know? And if you want what someone else has, you're devaluing what you already have. You're wasting it. You're wasting that precious time worrying about somebody else's life. And wasting time when you could be using that time to improve what you have. But you have to keep what you're grateful about at the forefront of your mind at all times. That's going to help a great deal because you can always fall back on that list at any given time. There are people looking at your photos. I guarantee it. 
wishing they were you, wishing they had something that you had, whether it be, you know, your motivation, where you live, the home you're in. So everything that you have, you cannot take for granted. Because here's also the flip side, guys. If you have a phone and you're using it to be on social media and you're at home and you have Wi-Fi, you're part of this club, this part of this great club under the category of first world problems because there are so many more people out there that don't even get this luxury of looking at a phone, staring at people's amazing lives, and wondering that they don't have it, because they don't have a phone to do that. And just from experience of living in a third world country, those people are so happy with what they have. And at the end of the day, you got to remember that. you got to remember there are people out there with less than what you have that are happy with what they have. So let that sink in. But as I mentioned before, being on social media is my job. So one of the things that I do on Instagram, on Facebook, because it is my job, I do treat it like work. You know, and that's something that I would suggest to you to adopt as well. Treat social media like work. And if you're using social media you know, for your business, and you got a business to promote or your personal brand on there, really stay focused at the task. So if you got to go in, you got to make a post or you got to schedule post, make the post, come back on, engage with any of the comments left on it, you know, do some community work, engage in other people's photos, you know, leave some likes, leave some comments, do what you got to do, but get in and get out. This will not only help you stay focused at the task at hand, it's going to help manage your time better on social media, and it's going to leave you a lot happier because you're going to be spending a lot less time on social media falling down these comparison holes. And the moment you feel yourself starting to slip down that hole, yeah, uh, 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 uh. No, I'm not going to let that happen. I look great. I'm happy. I've got a great life. Things are good. And then back the fuck out. Get out of the app. Get off your phone. Put it down. If you have to. Because your your mental health is important as well. You know, and if it's letting you it affect you this deep, yeah then put down your phone and give yourself a little break, you know, but I strongly suggest you treat social media like a job. This is not, this is no longer an escapism for you. Another thing I suggest to do is keep a gratitude journal and make entries into it in the morning when you wake up and in the evening before you go to bed. And throughout the day, I actually think in my head the things that I'm grateful for constantly, constantly. 
And I find the more that you fill your mind up with all the things that you're grateful for in your life, you're going to fill up your heart as well. And when you make those deposits into yourself, into your mind, into your heart, you're going to build up a pretty damn thick barrier that's going to be even harder to penetrate after spending all this time on social media. Because the more things you have grateful for, you're not even focused on what other people are doing because you're just so consumed with all the good that's in your life that there's no time for envy. There's no time for comparison. Give yourself pats on the back for all your small victories. Don't let anything like that slip by. You know, whether it was five extra reps, a new client, whatever it is, celebrate those victories, you know? And don't get down on yourself. Don't get down on yourself if you feel that you haven't just arrived yet. And also... Wish everyone well. If you see a post, instead of having envy or starting to compare what you have with what they have, wish them well. And by doing so, you clear your mind of that, you clear your heart of that, and you move on. You wish them happiness. You say good for them. And you keep going. Don't let those thoughts have a chance to get in your head. Greet those thoughts with positivity rather than comparison. I like to call it mindful consumption. And it's learning to be indifferent to what makes no difference. So the next time that you're on social media... I hope that you remember some of these words and I hope that it helps you help stay out of that rabbit hole, help stay positive and help you stay more grateful for everything that's already going on in that awesome life of yours. If you have things that have helped you stay more positive and have helped you avoid going down the comparison rabbit hole, let me know your thoughts. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Becoming Unfuckwithable. If you believe you're unfuckwithable, go ahead and share this podcast.